Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Tough Mothers. Um, For all of you who are enjoying um, the content that I'm supplying, um, apologies for not uh, adding more to this. Um, You know, today I'm going to talk about value and allowance. And um, there's just some things that I really wanted to give to you for tools in your toolbox. And so when it comes to value and allowance, there's some questions that I just would love for you to ask yourself. And those are some of the questions that I wanted to throw out there. are: Why do you let others place value on your life when truly you're the only one capable of placing true authentic value on your life? And When somebody does offer up their opinion, why do we believe their fake authentic value to that they're giving to us when that fake value setting is based on the eyes of them and what they're looking through and their experiences and how they feel and um, and what fake value are we setting on other people? And so. We will only allow others to do to us what we do to others, good, bad, or indifferent. And our value, I believe, starts with a deeper dive into who we are as human beings and what it is that we would like to uh, get out of this life. And I believe that everybody has a shot at living their best life despite anything and everything that has been thrown at them. And I've also learned that when there are no boundaries set for people who come in and out of our lives, then our emotions go on a roller coaster ride. And it's all based on the allowance of what we're doing. When we get into a... Uh, when we get on a roller coaster ride and we, you know, batten down that wonderful harness and we're praying that it's going to hold us in while we go on this ride until we come back. Once we are strapped into that chair, we are now saying, I am allowing you to take me wherever this thing is going to go. And even if I can see it with my eyes, until I am in the moment, on the ride, feeling it, then I can decide that I can embrace it and enjoy it, or I can fight it and be disappointed. Those are my options. And when that happens, it's in the allowance. The allowance is where the power lies. And... When you allow someone to tell you your value, then more people will feel that it is okay for them to tell you what you're worth anywhere, anytime, any place. And I have learned the hard way that if you want to put a stop to that, that's got to start on day one. Day one says you can only come this far. 
And this is the line that I'm going to draw in the sand. And believe it or not, you ever wonder why those people that you rub up against are just so, ugh, and yet you don't have the courage to tell them they're so, ugh, and they've crossed that boundary because you've allowed them to cross that boundary. And now they think that it doesn't matter what you say anymore. You've allowed me to cross it. Here I am. Here I stand. I'm in your space and now you want to get rid of me? Well, yeah, when I'm ready, I might think about it. And you allowed me in your space and thank you for that. You opened the door and I appreciate it. Good luck on getting it closed. And that's how we are with everyone. And what I've learned is that we need to dig deeper inside. Why are we allowing this to happen? Is there something that we want? Is there something that we're looking to get out of the exchange? Are we looking to improve our status? Are we looking to um, fit in with the cool kids? Are we looking to um, matter to someone that may not even matter to us? And just because someone matters to us doesn't mean that we will ever matter to them. Which boils down to my favorite, love. Love, despite what everybody says, will never always be a two-sided, a two-sided street. Sometimes it's only a one-way street. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop loving people because they choose not to love me. And I think there is an error in thinking that when you give out love that you're either entitled to get it back or that you're working to get it back. I think that loving somebody should come in a natural way, an authentic way, which is how we started this podcast, is that When you put your eyes on you and you put a value on your life, whatever that value may be, then that is the value that is yours. It's yours to keep. And when we start to believe that our value is diminished and low and tattered and torn and not worth our time because we're exhausted and it just doesn't make sense anymore, that's when we need to dig a little bit deeper because I will forever and always tell you, no matter who's listening to this, listening to this, I don't care what kind of life you're leading. I don't care how you're acting. I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what words you're using. What I do care about is that you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are beautiful. And the moment that you are in right now, no matter how tragic, no matter how beautiful, no matter What moment it is that you find yourself in while you are listening to this right now, I want you to know 
that you are more powerful than you could ever imagine. You are more capable than you can ever imagine. You are more understanding than the rest of us could ever understand. The thing is, is that you are a unique individual with a unique individualistic human print that is yours and yours alone. And no matter what that looks like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful in this world because you are in it. You are in it and you are capable of living out your dreams. You are capable of making the space that we live in even better just by being a part of it. And as I learn about societies and the way that people look at things and generations and generations and us having children and I would never know what it's like to be a mom. And I remember when I would have jobs when I was younger and I'd hear crying kids or I would see things go down in the middle of the street or how kids would act and also knowing how I would act when I was little and I would drop a temper tantrum at the age of three in the middle of the street and my mom would have to drag me. Um, I just thought, what is the matter with these people? Why can't they handle their children? Why are the children acting this way? Why are the parents acting this way? Whatever way that may be that doesn't encourage a person to live their best life. And I just couldn't understand it. It was like, well, this is my batten down the hatches answer. And if they would just do these things that I would think in my mind would work, then their child wouldn't be doing these things. And then they wouldn't have to worry about whether they would, you know, find different types of punishment that were not okay. Because if they did these things, then their children would be fine and there would be no challenges. Oh my goodness. I was way off. And I couldn't believe that I was about to have the time of my life for everything that I had ever said about parents, whether it be my own parents or parents that I think weren't doing their job correctly or people that I thought were outside the box doing things that I would never do. I just couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why you wouldn't want to love your children and why you wouldn't want to teach them the right way to do things. And what is it that you are incapable of doing as a human being that your child's acting like this? And then when your child is being a certain way, why are you punishing him or her beyond what seems reasonable? Maybe that's why they're doing what they're doing. I don't know. All I knew is between the ages of 18 and 25, I knew all the answers. And when I had my daughter and I was 34, I had a rude awakening. And everything that I held my mom responsible for, I had great respect for. 
And she gave me value. She told me I was worth a lot. And she wanted me to be strong. And she wanted to be powerful. And she wanted me to go out in the world and make, make it a better place. And she believed in me. Yet because of all the intake of all the other information, I felt like I was robbed. I felt like I didn't have this perfect life. I didn't have this, that, or the other. And I was going to be bound and determined that if I ever had a child, that I was going to do different than my mother. And I did do different than my mother. And those different things had their own challenges and came along with some struggles that weren't pretty. And um, I felt like I was a failure. I felt like my whole world was going to cave in um, when she chose to go live with her father. And then wise people who've been down this road before me had some really beautiful, wise words that I'd love to pass on to you. And that is, you are the mom forever and always. And being tough, again, I will say, has nothing to do with physical toughness. Being a tough mom comes with a lot of mental toughness. The mental toughness of being able to stand in your individuality while allowing your child to stand in their individuality. And it is tough to do that sometimes. I know that I wanted things to play out a certain way and I believed that if you just loved your children enough, if you just showed them that you loved them, if you just showed them that you cared, that I would never encounter the type of teenager that I was to my mother. All I had to do was flip the script. That's what I thought. And not true. And because I allowed certain things to happen in my life, People believed that they had the right to tell me what to do, how to do it, and why I should do it, and how wrong I was at doing certain things. And I'm here to let you know, if you're listening to this, that whatever you are going through right now, it is part of your journey it is part of who you are and it is part of something that will broaden your mental toughness and will bring you to a place where you can actually breathe life into the parts of your life that you thought or believed were things you wish didn't happen or that you could eradicate them. And value isn't something else that someone else can give you. 
I may value your life very highly. Yet if you do not see value in your life, I will never be able to change that. You're responsible for that value that you place on your life. And I would hope that that value is priceless. Because you have ideas and thoughts that we need to hear. And for us to be better as a nation, as a society, I want you to know that I believe in your dreams, whatever they may be, and that you are capable of achieving them if they're truly what you want. I believe that when you allow people to do things, that be sure that what you're allowing them to do is something that leads to the betterment of your life and your journey. Because like so many people say, you are a sum of the five people that you hang out with the most. And those, those are your choices. And all I want you to know is there's a big world out here. And yes, it can get tough and it can get nasty and it can knock you on your, knock you on your knees. It can blind you like sand in a sandstorm. It can make you feel like you're on the edge and so close to death. And when you come back, your heart is full of gratefulness, thankfulness, and the ability to see that it was just a part of the journey for us to be better human beings to each other. So as I wrap this up today, as I went a little long, I just want you to know that your value that you place on yourself, I believe that everybody who's listening to this, you're valuable. You've got a lot to give this world. You've got a lot to give this planet. You've got a lot to give your children. And you have a lot to give yourself. And I believe that it is in the allowance of taking care of ourselves and understanding that it's never selfish when you're doing self-care. And self-care is relaxing when you need to relax, resting when you need to rest, and loving yourself through the hard times, hugging yourself, being available to yourself, and listening to your body when your body just needs a break. Not a long break, but a break in the monotony that can bring you to the greatness that you are. Because only by striving to be your authentic self and digging deep and 
tearing open those wounds that you've covered up with band-aids for how many ever years you've been doing it, do yourself a favor. Take a walk down memory lane. Take a walk down the past. Take a walk down there. I'm not saying go back and live there. I'm not saying bring it up so that, you know, you're not liking your life. What I'm saying is bring them up, look at them through a different lens, and be prepared to be thankful. Because I can tell you this, once you can get to a place where you can be thankful for every event that is happening in your life, no matter how tragic, you will find peace. And as crazy as that sounds, you won't know it till you try it. And you'll need to try it authentically. So for today, that's where I'm going to leave you. Um, I have lots of stories. So, um, you know, and this is all new to me. So as I progress, you know, my goal right now is just to get to 100 episodes. So that's where my goal lies right now. And I want you to know that every time I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. You are beautiful. Go out there. Do you. And just live this life. And be that example to your child that says you are powerful and brave. And you are courageous. And you are capable of doing that which calls to your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. So thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, stay tough.